Oh my God! Welcome to episode Only twenty-nine. In North Carolina. Yeah. It takes yeah. forever to get fucking divorced. In North Carolina, you have to wait a year before you can get divorced, or something like that. Before you can even initiate the divorce process. Alan should know. He's an officiator. Not a I, I, uh, does I unite end. people. I do not uh, <laughs> separate them. Oh, yeah. I se- I'm real good at separating people. Enough of this garbage bullcrap. I'm done boofing. I'm done boofing conversation. I'm not. <laughs> I'll be boofing until the day I uh, deuce. Episode 29 of the Hit Dice podcast is brought to you by two sponsors, two sponsors who we love and we hold love dear. Them. And we're using all of their items at our table right now and actively and all the time. The first is Tabletop Loot. They're our first love ever. Listen to that. Jingle some. <laughs> we definitely didn't drop that in the floor. What'd you roll? <laughs> Out of a D6, I rolled a two. Nice. <laughs> Yay. Um, so Tabletop Loot, they've been with us since the beginning, and we have kept them as a sponsor and accepted them as a sponsor because of the quality of their product, how quick they ship it, and how fucking cool the people are who run it. You need dice to play Dungeons & Dragons or any imaginary games, really. They have a couple of other really cool things you should check out on the website, like coffee mugs. Do you drink coffee? Of course you do. We all did before we started playing. At least I boofed some. And all you got to do is head over to their store, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, get 15% off of whatever the fuck you want to buy over there. And, uh, you know, sponsor number two coming right at you. Not number two in my heart, just number two on this list is the deck of mini.com. Were you going to say something? I was going to say tabletopboof.com. <laughs> All right. Got that out of the way. The deck of mini.com, they have RPG reference cards. And if you're listening to this episode the day that it airs, it is the last day of their animated spell Kickstarter. They're almost there. Yeah, they've got yeah. like they're up to like level four spells, which is fucking insane. Yeah. And so if Back you, that shit, yeah, if my you, we did. have a couple, and we've yeah. been playing with them, and they're seriously fucking incredible. Yeah, it's like real life magic at your D and D table. Anyway, you should go and you should support that because the more you support it, the more decks you have to choose from of spells, and the more spells that they have to make animated. Jonathan just dropped his tabletop loot dice in the floor again. again. That dice has been. <laughs> it was an eighteen. Norton's so, cocaine. Oh, hey, worth it. So you know, head over to the tabletop loot. Armor class. Hit pause right now on this episode. Hit pause. Pull your earbud out of your butthole. Stop boofing. Episode twenty nine. Go over to tabletop loot. Go over to the deck of Support both of our sponsors because they support us. And before you hit play you better fucking leave a five star review in the itunes store for us uh, i think that's it let's play dungeons and dragons who wants a recap I you do, do. who Everybody. wants to recap or a recap yes <laughs> i know everything that happened go i don't really i didn't even listen to the last <laughs> really. episode you son of a bitch but i'll tell you what happened yeah black velvet we were, we were fighting <laughs> black velvet in a little boy's booth <laughs> and we <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> we were. Um, we're not going to edit drunk. this one, guys. We were drunk. It's going to be amazing. We're fi- be, yeah. We were fighting um, two dragonborn people in a dungeon. There was a rogue guy in a dungeon, and he uh, popped out and turned into a dragon. Surprise! And then we killed the the. The two dragon people, mm-hmm. uh, Callista we had all kinds of. Only the we killed them both. Both of them. You killed the you okay. killed the female dragonborn at the very end of the last episode. Oh, okay, Callista cool. hit a nat twenty on her. Yeah, she did the yes. silence yes. silence thing, yes. and she oh, was so flying fast. around invisible because op as fuck. And <laughs> also wrong, but <laughs> we like so, it. It's we like cool it. as um, in. She can do dull concentration. She's a. 
And then, um, if it bothered you that I didn't rule her flying and invisibility right, you need to play more D&D in your real life. (laughs) (laughs) And then the uh, dragon was flying in and out of the sludge water. And that's pretty much all I remember. Yeah, that's so pretty I'm much sorry all if there's any crackles. The, on a new the, the building is starting back. to uh, crumble and is tilting oh. into the swamp toward the dragon. And oh, he yeah. fucking annihilated Rough and Tumble. Oh, yeah, like, they're fucking so dead, dude. Yeah, very, very um, dead. Yep, I almost died. Um, and, you know, not not a lot happened before everything that you guys described, but I'm going to just go over that real quick. It's not going to take long. Uh, you all are attempting to thwart the Tearfall, which um, uh, you have found out that a few evil dragons are attempting to bring back. You found out that they are attempting to retake the land by making dragon eggs rain out of the sky, more or less. And as you guys have done that, you have ran into Volna on the Plane of Fire, where you found an elemental gem that you were using to attempt to stop this. You think you have no idea how, however. And as you took Volna under your wing... Uh, you decided to tell the Council of Lords in Raven's Bluff to go fuck themselves and that you were going to Cormanthir and not to the Glacier of the White Worm. We didn't and tell them that, master, did we? That was really fun for me because I definitely <laughs> didn't plan out the whole rest of that. <laughs> so he threw a dragon at us. Yeah, so here's a dragon. <laughs> fuck you. Um, but you guys ended up in Yorkon after you left uh, Raven's Bluff for the second time <laughs> as a party. As you arrived in Yorkon on your way to take Volna home, a black dragon did attack and take the tablets of Ferisselneth, which were you guys' first real clue into what's actually maybe going on and the keys behind it. And as uh, Thrustu Grael, uh, a.k.a. Black Velvet, took these tablets, he is destroying the buildings. And Yulrafon is a really stinky swamp town and it is on the beginnings of it where the swamp actually starts. The buildings are fortified and they are multi-stories. There is stone Uh, There are stone foundations and stone buildings with wood fortified around it, and bridges swing between all of these, and just past them, there's an actual town, much like Raven's Bluff. Uh, You guys haven't really ventured into that, but it seems to be just like commoner dwellings and places where people live and like the place where... Uh, like high-end politicians and nobility probably live, like far away from the stinky waters. But as you guys are in the stinky waters, Patches uh, was doing his best to take something. Uh, He got caught, uh, so says the shopkeep. The the trial never really happened, though, because he was in jail with a dragon transformed into a human. And uh, that dragon, who was also a Thruster Grail, busted out, took those tablets of Ferisselneth, and destroyed the forti- the foundation of the fortified buildings that you guys are in. So as you all are fighting this dragon, you're not looking very good. The archers uh, no. are, like, falling off of their bridge as these buildings are collapsing. Like, you're on a building. It is actively collapsing. This, uh, the Thruster Grael breathed this acid breath on the foundation of it and just ate it away and immediately incinerated two newfound allies, uh, rough and tumble. Uh, they were in the very wrong place at a very wrong time. Mm. And, uh, you guys all <laughs> left them there, there. <laughs> and they just got destroyed and they didn't really have a way up because, uh, the, the foundations were also like ramps that led up to these buildings and so they couldn't <laughs> get up to you guys. But... As these buildings are falling around you, you all can just hear this dragon pouring out as this breath comes out. And this breath isn't like a sludge wave of acid like you would think out of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's very much like a concentrated beam of this stuff that just like flies out of his mouth and it's very violent. And like the force from it seems to create some sort of damage, but the acid just eats away and you can just hear this acid like... 
sizzling as it cooks on the foundation of these buildings. And the mud, as these buildings begin to sink and crumble and fall over, is just bubbling. And as this building is falling, you've killed uh, Thrastu Grael's son and daughter, at least his acclaimed son and daughter. Like, that's what he called them. That's what they referred to themselves as. Their bodies are sitting here. And as this building is falling, you, you all see <laughs> Arl was trying to run up. And as the building fell, everyone was able to maintain their footing except him. And he, like, slid down one of these, we'll call them, like, skirts that are walkways that go around these buildings. These bridges are connected to them. And you got to right the to the edge. And you're, like, just barely <laughs> hanging on. Callista is flying. Uh, Thrustu Grael is silenced. And as every bit of this is sort of coming to a point, we'll say, um, Thrustu Grael looks out at all of you. And he does speak to you. And he just says... Can't say anything. Oh, yeah. You just see his lips <laughs> flapping. He is completely silenced. You see you see this dragon's like Good lips curl up, and they flap just a little bit. Yeah, really nice, Jonathan. And at, like you, it's, it's really strange because you all are in this bubble, too. And so even as this building is collapsing, you can feel the shaking of it, but you can't hear any of the chaos. And you see those archers that were helping you in this, like, hunter's clan just mm-hmm. falling. Some of them hang onto the bridges, but those bridges are, like, bending and snapping as these buildings are coming apart. And as That's your crazy. building is falling forward... Thrastu Grael, you see him like some, say something, mutter something, mouth something to you. But as he does, you see those bright green eyes looking out at you, that dark jet black skin on this huge dragon's body. Um, you all would know he's not really a fully grown adult, but he's much bigger than the first dragon you ever faced. And as he looks out at you, he looks menacing. Uh, black dragons, unlike all the other ones you have seen, have really skeletal-like uh, bodies, and so they're really slim and gaunt and pretty scary looking compared to all the others. They have horns that curl around their heads that are ivory. Their eyes and mouths glow green, and it's just like this really sharp contrast against their jet black skin that like light doesn't even seem to really reflect off of. Uh, but as this building is crashing, you all do see Thrust Grail look around and dive down into this mud, and as these buildings are crashing down on him, no one is able to see him anymore. And instead of starting with combat, we're going to start with a skill challenge oh, to see okay. if you guys die as this building is falling down. Okay. I like skill challenges. Yay! Until I have to play a third character in this campaign. So a skill <laughs> challenge to remind you guys and all of our listeners, uh, you can use any skill that is on your sheet and you have to tell me how are you were using it and why. It does have to be justified and it has to make sense. Um, it's an opportunity for you to be, be creative and use your skills. You can use them outside of the like literal lists that they give you of how to use them. As long as it's creative, it'll usually pass. Um, I will make DCs as we play through this, and you're attempting to beat those. You want to get a certain amount of failures, and a, you don't want to get a certain amount of failures, and you do want to get a certain amount of successes before you mess those up too bad, or uh, things are only going to get worse. But as this building is falling, you all are sitting on the skirts of this. Thrustry Growl has disappeared into the mud under these buildings as they are crumbling beneath him. Uh, already taken the tablets of Frisleneth, God knows where, God knows where. Ha! And... Uh, <laughs> As we start this off, everybody um, is going to roll to see who goes first. It's just a straight uh, d20, no decks or anything like that. Sorry, I almost talked about a glass of wine over. <laughs> oh, damn, I thought you rolled really bad. I was like, oh no. Those are good. Those are 16. Good 16. Nice. Six. 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 Mm. Just six. This has got a six, and I lost my goddamn. Here it is. I hate it when I lose my goddamn. Yeah. 
All right. So Callista got a six. Yep. Van got a 16. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Patches got a... 19. Nice. Ooh. And Arwell? 11. Damn. 11. All right. So, Van, you were up first. No, what are you trying higher to... than me. Oh, shit. You're right. Patches, you were up first. <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm going to try to deceive mm. the dragon. Oh, so, well, he's the not in front of you any longer. He's under the he's water like, and like dive oh. down into the mud. Oh well, fuck! That was my whole plan. I will deceive um, the swamp. Shit! <clears throat> All right, so the building's crumbling. Yes. Um, I'm going to try to. So this uh, little breezeway that's going around the building. Um, I'm going to just try to get to as high of ground as possible. So I'm just going to try to scale the building. Okay. Um, yeah. Just to get like onto the roof, like as totally. high as I can. Yeah, absolutely. So you're just trying to like get a <laughs> like, just, like as just this thing is sinking. Up a wall. Okay, yeah, sure. Just... Yeah. So uh, roll roll a deck saving throw for me. Or you're doing acrobatics, right? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So you roll your acrobatics. They get out of the lot of shit. Um, it's uh twelve. Yeah, with the 12 patches, you're, you are attempting to climb up this, and you all see patches with his fast hands, like, grab onto the side of this building. Um, this thing, it's a little smooth on the sides, and though you're able to get up it, this thing is, like, actively, I mean, just, like, falling over, and you're, like, hanging off of it, and you all just see patches, like, fall onto the wooden skirt of this thing really quickly, and you're not able to scale up this thing as quickly as you think you're going to be able to, to, like, get around it and beat this as the whole entire thing is, like, literally crumbling around you. Um, so, Patches, as you are hanging here, you, this building is, like, falling in above you. You see these rocks falling, and as you're hanging on to it, a piece of it dislodges, and you all see Patches just, like, fall off of this thing and down toward the mud beneath him. And Patches, as you fall, uh, you are falling about 25 feet. So you are going to take three bludgeoning damage as you like hit this mud. But the mud does cushion the blow just a little bit. Um, however, there are like pieces of rock and debris raining and down a dragon you. next to me. Oh, you don't see him here, but he's under the mud somewhere. Sweet. Perfect. <laughs> Van, you are up. How are all my party members looking? Terrible. All right, everybody is looking shitty. I'm pretty weak. <laughs> um, I would like to. Um, try to go to the worst looking one of my party members who is looking bad. You are? Patches. The Patches. Yeah, sure. Patches is like, <laughs> as he hits, you guys I'm just in see the blood starting no to come out of it. Am I on the same <laughs> level as him? You? No, you're he's like, you're, the building is falling. You're about 20 feet up on the walkway that outskirts the edge of it. And you see Patches lying about 20 feet and below. And he's down below? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. I'm going to throw him some rope, try to pull him back up. Is okay. that where you want to be? Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't want to be in the mud. Of the <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool if this building didn't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, I guess I could roll uh, acrobatics. It's already been used. Oh. Uh, I would like to roll strength. Yeah, you can roll athletics. To huck that thing down there. Yep. 18. Oh, yeah. 18, absolutely. Like, you guys see this rope <laughs> land, and it's patches. This rope, like... As you're as you were like hurt, you're sitting in this and you're like, oh my god! As you're like sitting in this mud, and these rocks are falling around you, and you you feel something, and you're sure it's a rock. You're sure it's like gonna just crush your head and kill you. And as you open your eyes, there's just like some tangled rope on top of you, and Van is like holding on to the side of this building with some of it in his hand, and so this rope is just like 
tossed all over you pretty loosely, and Van's holding one end of it as this building is coming. <gasps> My savior. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, uh, Arwol is up. Callista, you're next. <laughs> um, I would like to see. Um, I don't need to fall off. Um, I would like to roll. I want to move over to the side of the building okay. um, and see if there is any... I want to investigate for anything that I could like tie my rope around and eventually tie a rope around myself okay. so I can be kind of attached to something that's safe. Okay. Like, like the railing around the sure. You're trying Sure. You're trying to get away from the actual bulk of the building that's like falling. Exactly. Okay. Um, sure. Do you want me to roll investigation or do you want me to roll like, like a survival? You can... Uh, survival's good, I think, okay. for this one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's a three. Oh, yeah. So with a three, Arwell, like, he's he's running around to the edge of this. Of this and nice. as he runs to the edge, you all see him, like, looking frantically for a place to tie this rope. But it's, like, everywhere that you seem to find is just breaking away and falling into the mud beneath you and, like, raining around your friends. And you getting can rid see, of those you can see these You can see these <laughs> archers, like, hanging onto this bridge. Is it, they're all starting to sway as these buildings are, like, looming over and starting to fall, and all of their pieces are, like, falling down into the mud. Uh, Calissa, you're seeing your friends, not only your friends struggle, but your recently found allies are starting to struggle as well. You're still flying, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll say you're no longer invisible. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. You probably got hit with a few rocks or something. I need y'all to be able to see me anyway. I would drop it regardless. Okay, perfect. So you all see Callista. She like uh, this tiefling bard. She's standing there, her dosloot in her hand. I imagine mm-hmm. since she's been using yeah, it. just sort of floating up in the air gracefully with it, looking around, trying As to like, decide what's next. Yeah, just pure chaos and turmoil. Like this whole fucking village is like yep. crumbling around you. Nice of you to join us. <laughs> yeah, looking so regal. So wonderful. And um, since Patch has already used the thing I feel like I was best at in this situation, I have to do something else. Oh. <laughs> I was going to do acrobatics. I was going to do a sweet backflip and inspire everybody. I well, was. I was originally going to use deception, but there was nobody to decept. To deceive, I know. You could have made Arwell okay. think there was a better place to put his rope. <laughs> well. Um, so what I'm going to do... I'm completely out of bardic inspiration, so I cannot do that. You guys haven't slept in like a day. so long. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've it's burned been like a while. almost everything. But so I am going to actually use a performance check. Sure. To very gracefully swoop down through the air while playing beautiful chords on the Das Lute and attempt to fly by and in twirling dancer fashion scoop up my buddy little Arwol from where <laughs> <Okay>. he's hanging <laughs> since just I just watched his attempt fail. Yeah. yeah. So I'm basically going to just fly by while playing a lovely tune that's... It's sort of like Flight of the Bumblebees, only it reminds you of a building falling over. Oh, okay. So and Flight I'm of gonna, the Bumblebees. Yeah, I'm going to scoop him up with my tail <laughs> on the way by. <laughs> okay, sure. Put my hands up. So that's the plan. <laughs> Take me. Yeah. So, performance. For this, do we add, like, yeah, just proficiency normally, bonus? Yeah, whatever you would do for okay. the skill if I was asking awesome. you for it. Mm-hmm. It's a natural one. Oh, that's bad. Oh, this is bad, y'all. But if I add all the shit to it, it's like a six. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So, yeah, with the natural one. We're all going to die. This is the end of the podcast. You your tail around Arwell, and as you do, Arwell's just totally trusting you, arms out. And as your tail wraps around him, you all see Arwell just, like, fall and, like, right into the mud beside Patches. And as Arwell hits it, you are going to take one bludgeoning damage as you hit Mm -hmm. this mud. Um, So Patches and Arwell, neither looking... Neither looking good. 
are I'm now sorry, like under a building okay. that is actively falling over on top of them. Ima- imagine it like a six-story skyscraper that is just like falling over and on top of them. This is all happening fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van, you will, or sorry, Patches, you will be up on deck soon with this rope over you. But as you guys are all down here, you do notice that all of those hunters begin to fall off of this. All of those commoners and those people as these buildings are falling, they are like raining down and into this mud and as they do it looks like four of them are just dead on impact like as they hit this they're falling from much further up than uh, where you guys are and like where that mud was able to wrap around patches and arwol from their fall it looks like these people just stop short on the top of it and you can hear the breaking of bones and the splattering of guts and like their screams are cut short as they're falling off of this not only the hunters but like shopkeeps all kinds of people um a few do manage to make it down and try to get to the back side of the building that isn't um, actively dangerous, but it seems like more people are dying than not. And with that, Patches, you are up once more. Uh, Van, you're going to be uh, on deck. I am going to... Talking is still a free action if you guys have anything. Yeah. Athletics. Yeah. athletics. I am going to... Okay, and you can tell me what check this would be, but I'm going to try to lure... You tell me what check it would um, be. I'm going to try to lure Velvet... Oh, shit! <laughs> ...out of the mud. Mm-hmm. So I'm now that I have some new daggers, I'm going to take my two original um, just normal mm-hmm. daggers, and I'm going to throw them into a specific area um, of the swamp, like maybe, you know... 20 feet away from me. Uh-huh. Um, just so maybe he'll see, like, the glint of metal and daggers and think it's me. Okay. Um, so, what, a deception or sleight of hand? Yeah, deception's fun. Deception? Okay. You're trying to make it look like you're sinking down into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knowing that he hates you more than anyone else in the party. And I him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it so bad? It's like, okay... It's not I mean, horrible. You can add it's stuff. Also, well, I mean, it's exactly what I rolled before, so it's a twelve. Mm. Uh, twelve is a success this time. What? Yeah. Oh. So as uh, as you, you guys see, you see patches. This he two for three. He goes to climb up a wall. It dislodges. He hits the mud. You can tell he's in pain. A, a loose rope hits him in the face. For two and three. And Van's just sitting there holding the other side of it. Patches gets up, doesn't grab the rope, throws his daggers into the mud. Uh, you guys aren't sure exactly what he's doing, but as those daggers hit. You do see that mud surge just a little, and both of those daggers, like, you start to see them sink down and into it. Where is that? We'll say it's right here. Okay. Okay. And I'm also, while this is happening, being pulled away by Van. Oh, you're, like, holding on to the rope. You, like, (laughs) your daggers and grab that rope. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, you see the mud surge up and underneath that. You guys got another success, which is good. That's real good. Uh, Van, you're up. I'd like to take hold of the rope that I would imagine I see Patches holding on to, and mm-hmm. I would like to roll acrobatics if nobody has done that yet. Yeah, he's been done. Done. You already did that? Okay, that's totally fine. <laughs> I am going to do um, stealth, and I'm going to try to, while I'm holding on to the um, rope, I'm going to try to kind of um, just jump backwards and kind of duck into whatever 
cranny or crevice I can possibly find. Okay, so you're trying to like wedge yourself in between something to get a better hold on the rope and to start trying to pull it in. Yeah, not like the dragon would see a rope leading to me or anything. (laughs) Two rogues trying not to use the same skills. (laughs) That overlap heavily with bard skills. (laughs) And I did stealth. Thirteen. That is a success. Sweet. Oh my god! Yay. Three and three. Dang. Yeah, you guys are three and three. So you guys do see Van. He like he gets up in the middle of this crevice. There are many new ones, but as this building is falling and people are f- falling out of it and like actually dying, you all see Van get this rope and he pulls it taunt. And Patches has the other side of it, and as he's holding it, you do see him start to, like, pull Patches up and onto this thing, and I'm assuming that Patches is also, like, <laughs> making his way up this rope, so you can see Climbing him, like, like a motherfucker. Yeah, using those fast hands, and Van is, like, he's got himself, like, pinched into a corner so he cannot fall off of this thing. Um, and just so you guys know, as this, this is all happening fairly quickly together... And as this building is falling, it is no longer, like, leaning and creaking over this place. It is, like, in free fall at this point. The foundation is completely, like, snapped up and underneath it. And this whole thing is rushing to the ground. So Patches is being pulled up and into it. Van is standing, like, sitting there with his feet pulled up. Arwul is, like, under it, lying down. And uh, Callista is in the air, sort of on the side of it. This Panicking. This is where the... Yeah. <laughs> This is where, That's where the daggers are. are. Yeah, and so uh, as yeah as this is all happening, um, Arwell, you were up lying on the ground um, under this building. That but we don't have to do a skill challenge. Uh, run, yes. bitch. We are still doing skill challenges. <laughs> yes, still. Skill oh, challenge. okay. Until you guys um, succeed or fail. I thought we did three out of three. Sorry. Um, uh-uh. Okay. Um, then I'm, I'm no, just sorry. Going to... Alan's saying you're three and three, so you have three, three, successes, three successes and three, three failures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to roll investigation and see the. You already did investigation. Though, no, right? I, did, survival. I did a survival. survival. I'm going to roll investigation and see um, how it's falling at me. If I could fall somewhere where like it's a window, where it won't yeah. hit me oh, as okay. much, I'm going to <laughs> okay. see exactly where I need to be sure. to receive yeah. the least amount, if not any damage. That's a buttload of fun. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like a like, house. He's like, like, like old, old like, like, standing in the window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, 17. That is a wild success for this one. And as, as this building's coming over, you guys, Arwell stands up and he doesn't move out of the way. He actually gets like deeper into the building. You guys are like, what the hell is this guy doing? And you see him like looking and you can have like little triangles up with my hands and like, he's he's like making little windows with his hands and stuff and looking at the ground beneath his feet. Uh, But this building is feet above you man like it's just feet above you and van is like holding onto this rope and patches is climbing up and the climb is made even easier because the building's coming to you man so like <laughs> not much longer now He's climbing like slack rope like, just... <laughs> you're in the same spot and it's like <laughs> all right calista you're up oh god um <laughs> You could yell to the dragon, don't you have better <laughs> shit to do, motherfuckers? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. Think your work's pretty much done here. You can move along. That's what you think. We're all fucked. See ya. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. So try to persuade him that we're done and to leave us alone. Hope you like your ruined new territory. <laughs> okay, this, this is no longer worth it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you don't need to worry about us anymore. I'm taking my friends and going home. Bye. <laughs> Six. <laughs> he doesn't believe me. Yeah. Uh, I suck. That is another failure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are four and four right now. Um, this is looking 
fairly dire as mm-hmm. this building is crashing down and on top of all of you. And so Callista goes to scream out, and we'll just say that the silence has it's not completely dissipated. And so as she screams out, no one can really hear exactly what she is saying. Uh, Van and Patches are doing their best to get out of here. Arwell is attempting to get underneath one of these windows as the building is crashing down and on top of you. And as uh, as Callista is like screaming something out that everyone can't really hear very well, the last few people who are attempting to stay on the side of this building or to get out from underneath it and get to the side of it, they do their best. Um, but you guys see three other people just like immediately killed by the debris that's coming down, by them falling off of the bridges that are on the top. But you do see others manage to get around the building, like the ones that were on the base of it, especially have just moved out of the way of of like how bad it's going to be. And there are two buildings coming down, just to remind you, it's not only the one that you're standing on, but the one that the jail was underneath that Patches was stuck in is also falling on the other side. And their bridges are snapping and they are like non-existent. And these things no longer even look like the shape of buildings, really. It's more like debris just like falling down and raining on top of all of you. And so you do see quite a few more people in this village uh, fall as the buildings are and up underneath them, it does not look like they are getting back up. Uh, Patches, you are up. Can I also... Um, this building is like... Yeah. Can I also so move, close to I you. Can I also move and do a skill check? Yeah. Okay. So I assume he's pulling me up. He's trying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But either way, like I'm... I'm if, even if... Um, even if I'm just like hanging by the rope, I'm gonna like try to like. You're gonna try to swing. Like at least get over to, oh, to, to where the built, so I can move. This six is six spaces, so thirty feet this way. So. You're trying to use the the rope that he has well, that's to just swing my out. That's just my movement. Oh, okay. That's just my movement. Um, and then I'm gonna try to intimidate this dragon, and I'm gonna yell in the direction of where I threw the daggers, um, and hope that he hears me and thinks it's me there. Sure. Um, and. I'm going to say, you know that we're going to kill all your chromatic friends, and we already killed your kids, and the tear fall's not going to happen, and, you know, you're as good as dead. Why don't you just get the fuck out of here? The whole town, you know, the whole town is ruined anyway. Okay. Roll your intimidation. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> That's a six. Oh my god! Hang on, give me a sec. Um, roll it again. Roll it again. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, no, no. That's not how DC works. So that's a success. Yes. <laughs> Somehow you succeed with this. And as you as you say this, you see this head come up and out of this. And as the silence is dissipating, just like the further ends of this dragon's roars, it comes up. And as this silence dissipates from it, and you do see this head like as the building is coming down. And as this building is coming down, this head is just like right underneath it. And you can see it. I mean, like the sh- <laughs> there's not even like a shadow of this. Arwell, you're standing right beside this enormous head as it comes up out of this. As I'm mud. putting my little triangles up, I have my finger up. Yeah, you're just like finger. flipping them off <laughs> beside you as this building. Things like crashing over top of you. Um, so that is that is another success. Um, Van, you were up. Has anybody used Arcana yet? Nope. Nope. So as believe a, it or not, as a, <laughs> as an elf and being somewhat in tune with magic, I'm just going to try to like concentrate my magic and say out in the loudest scream I possibly can. Iridan, if you are still alive, stop this madness and try to conjure him. Oh, Iriath, the Eladrin? I, I, the elf guy that yeah. was... With the fire? Yeah. 
um, yes. That we met you guys Orist? met like right when you met Orston or I'm, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the elf guy that was on the council. Is he dead? Uh, Orston. Orston. No, he's not dead. Okay. Well, I, I mean, say, he might be now. He's, say, he's like falling with the building. I say Orston, if you're alive, stop this madness in a, the loudest booming voice I possibly can. And I try to connect my elven magic to his. Okay, sure. Twelve. That's a success. Okay, so as this building is falling over, Arwell manages to get <laughs> under this window. Patches swings outside of it. Callista, you're already like floating on the I'm side. I'm just flying around in circles and crying. So as basically, <laughs> <laughs> as this building is falling, you guys do see uh, you see Orston. He jumps off the side of this. Volna is up underneath it. She's like grabbing for Van as this building yeah, is coming down Volna and falling is. up on top of her. Eh, skill challenges are really just for you guys. Yeah, um, and so as as this building is like falling and crumbling over her, she's reaching for Van, and as she touches you, you scream out to. Oriston, and you see Patches swing out, and I'm assuming you just let that rope go. And there is this is really interesting because the three who are involved in this are elves, and elves tap into this thing called the Weave, and the Weave is where they get all of their magic from, and only elves have access to it. And it's the reason that you don't have to sleep for a full night. You get your energy from the Weave and everything. And so Van taps into this Weave, and as you tap into this energy that flows through everything, it's like uh, it's like uh, the the life energy. Nice. Van is Neo. Yeah. And so you tap into this for just a second, and Orston he- hears you, and as Volna goes up to touch you, like, you feel yourself. It's not pleasant. You aren't teleported, but you feel yourself just, like, like this force push you, uh, like, across the side of the building toward patches. And as this happens, you and Volna both are going to take six points of force damage as you're pushed off of this and out of your place, and you do fall to the side of the building. It would seem, though, as... Oh, my God. This town is more or less destroyed. Like, you you all were not able to save anyone. And as these buildings are falling down, um, you guys, for what it's worth, were, like, 10% over the success mark. It was uh, super close. Um, so and all of you do need to make dexterity saving throws because of the skill challenge and how much you did and all of these rocks and debris falling on top of you. Just a deck saving throw? Just a deck saving throw. Volna's making one, too. So is Orston. 24. Nice. You said with advantage? Nope. Oh. No, mine was oh, caught, caught against okay. the side twice. 11. 11? Uh, 18. Uh-huh. In her emotionally depleted state, Callista has finally gotten into the zone. <sighs> it's a nat 20. Nice! <laughs> yeah. After all the threes and the one. Phew, she'll take no damage. Mm. By the way, dice purge. I think I say this to you every... every... She got a 20. Sunday. I'm keeping the metal ones. Get? That's Keep the, the one that did it. Huh? 24. 24. Okay, nice. So everybody saves, I believe. So everyone takes two bludgeoning damage, except Callista, who takes none. As this is falling, including Orston, including uh, Volna. Is that, are you down? Is that on top of the six that I had? Yes. I'm out. So Van and Patches, as you you all see Van's body come flying out of this, and as he comes ripping across the front of this building, your head just makes contact with some of that debris that's falling. And you see his body, like, as this building just... You see the smoke come up from it. You all don't see Arwolf, however. I like oh, that I just attempted to intimidate this dragon and then immediately went unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> so you say we we're all gonna kill two. you and yeah. all your friends. It was, like and, our, uh, first, uh, it was uh. our first dragon fight when Callista was dragging herself, just mocking. <laughs> 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 I think so. <laughs> 
<laughs> couldn't walk. Yeah, and I was couldn't even like, to come up with a real insult. Like, like, <laughs> you stink. And then Patch was like, oh, I have a bow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a secret for Arwell. So uh, you guys see Van's body and Valna's body come ripping out in front from in front of this building, almost like the dust like expands from outside of it. None of you see Arwell anymore. The last you saw of him, he was under the building, as was the head of Thrustu Grael as he came up and like looked out for Patches. And as Patches is standing there, he swings out to the side, turns around to look, and this like huge piece of debris just like scrapes across the very top of your head. And that's all it takes. Like Patches is down, Van is down. You guys have no idea where Thrustu Grael or Arwell are, but for the moment, you all are out of combat. And as you all come out of this combat, these buildings are shaking. They are no longer longer falling but the rubble is still settling it's hard to see from the dust and as like all of this is coming to a culmination you all hear a ship's bell and like as as this is all happening through all of it it sounds like a ship's bell is just ringing out and across damn it we missed the ferry um (laughs) but you all are out of combat for the moment um, Volna speaks out, looking very similar to the way that you all found her when you first saw her in the elemental plane of fire. She's covered in this dust. Uh, her long pointed ears and her face look like she has a mask on over all of it. There's dried blood across all of it, much like all of your clothes and everything that you own at this point. Um, you all have certainly seen better days. But she speaks out and uh, she's just like, we should never have stopped here. We should have just gone straight home. We have to stop helping these people. There's much greater things to do, and we've only made it worse. Patches yeah. is unconscious. So is Van. Um, Callista is immediately flying down. Are they near each other? Uh, Van and Patches? Yeah. They're fairly close to fairly one another. Cl- yeah, I'm just going to fly down and burn my last two spell slots to cast some cure wounds. Okay. Um, the first one's at first level for Van. Okay. You're getting... Do I add anything to that? I do not know. Hold on. Sorry, I haven't done this in a while. Plus, my spellcasting ability about her. That's good. Van, you're getting eight. Van gets eight health back. And at second <laughs> level for patches, because I like him. Two D8s. Ooh, that was good. Six, seven, nine. Fourteen. Fourteen? Fourteen. And I'm just like, <gasps> did we kill him? <laughs> Uh, so Patches, no. you and Van, you are both back up. Valna's sitting here. She definitely seems like um, stressed, frustrated, but so does everybody else. Um, she's just like lashing out and just like talking to whoever is listening. And as this is happening, beside you, another elven figure lands. And he is robed in these elegant yellow robes. And as he's looking out to all of you, he's just like speechless for the first time. Like, he's always had something to say. He's always had an opinion about what's going on. And for now, he's just standing here. He's constantly been asking you all to go back to Cormanthir and to talk to the Elven Court and to get him out of this town. Um, and now he is just sitting here looking out at the ruins of um, Yilrafan. And there were ruins already around it. And now the inner city, like where the marketing happens, matches it as well. There is a ferry sitting here, however. It looks like a few, a little bit of the debris hit it, actually. But the ferry is like pulled up there is no dock to get up on it it is a little higher than the like sludge that you all are sitting in and what's really strange is as this is happening as patches is standing up as van is getting up out of this goop this mud is like bubbling and like 
like starting to eat this city and the remains of it alive. Like you can see it slowly being swallowed where those foundations have been worn away. It's like there isn't really anything there at all. And so as it's sinking, you all notice that the main building that you all were on starts to sink deeply. And as it's sinking down and into this place, it looks like there's a hole, like a giant cavern in the ground. Like quicksand? Uh, sort of like quicksand, yeah, like in, <laughs> like in a Disney movie or something. It's just like all moving into it, and it just seems like it's falling faster. And as it is starting to fall into this, it stops suddenly, and you see the building tremble and then fall. And as it falls into this place, you all just like hear the boom of it as it hits the bottom, and this mud is still pouring in and over this place. And as you look in, it looks like there's like a 50-foot deep cavern underneath this building. Like something has already dug through and up and under it. And it looks like maybe there are tunnels, but as this mud starts to fill it, it's really hard to tell. There is no sign of Thrustugrail's body as this building is like scraped off the top of it and pulled down into this place. But it's hard to say if he's not under it or if like he's just hidden in the mud or if he's dead or alive because all of this debris and all of this mud is like being eaten and swallowed by the swamp actively. On top of the buildings, you guys see many bodies and like a lot of crimson red blood mixed into this that's like pouring down and into this place. There are many, many, many people dead. And as Oriston sits here beside all of you speechless, um, he just speaks out. And like in like a small quivered voice, he's like, some of the town had said that maybe Velvet was behind this and the undead earlier. This only proves that they were right and that we were wrong and that we misguided them. And now I suppose they're all dead. I used the only emergency item I was given by the Hanali family in an attempt to control the dragon, but that didn't work either. I just want to go home. Well, you can. I mean, you don't have to stay here anymore. There's no town left. There are still a few people alive. One of the council members never here when he is needed. And the other, and he looks like over to like the blood, like pouring into this place. I assume she's dead. I can't leave the few people alive without council. Not at a time like this. You see some, like, dark blue blood just kind of pouring out of Van's forehead. And he's looking. Uh, he usually looks chipper and, and, and stoked on all the shit, but he's just looking at the whole village just completely destroyed, and you can tell that there's something kind of eating away in the back of his mind. Okay. So Van's sitting over here looking disturbed, speechless like many other people. Volna is just like enraged that you guys even stopped and that you guys had to like go through this. She's already spoken about out about how you shouldn't have helped these people, how it wasn't your business. Um, and she just says, I've and like you hear that voice raise and then she brings it back down and she's just like, I have given you so much time and I have put my life on the line more than I would have if I had walked home alone. And I am ready to go home. Well, let's go. Let's um, go. Let's get the fairies here. Yes. There is a fairy here, yeah. And, like, you guys can see these, what looks like caverns in front of you that it seems like Thruster Grail has dug in and out from underneath the city. But the fairy is here. There are these, what look like, open catacombs under the city now where these buildings and bodies have fallen into. Um, but 
there's not really anyone else around except for Volna and Oriston. Um, many of the hunters have died. Like one or two of them is getting up and out of the mud, but they have like, they're looking worse for wear as well. And like the few people that are getting up, they're just like days and it's hard to tell who's who with the mud over top of all of them. But as, uh, as you sit here, you can certainly hear the ship, ship bells, uh, just tinking away let's, as the ship is sitting in the port. There's nothing else we can do here, right? I think we've done enough damage. Is okay. Arwell around here? Cool. As this is going on, mm-hmm. um, I realize there's no air where I am. It's mm-hmm. getting less and less. It's harder, getting harder and harder to breathe. Um, so what I would like to do... Suffocating, no breathing. Don't give um, a fuck if I come well, out right, So two or three things in a row, if I can. Yeah. Um, so the first thing is up. I want to hold up my wand of precipitation and try to boom out to everyone else okay. if they can hear me or not. Um, that I'm running out of air, please help me. Okay. Um, and the next thing I want to do is I want to see if I can create oxygen in my room by pulling out my uh, water flask and putting my... Um, uh, blue dragon horn into it and then charging it up through electricity. And using oh, like, that works it, in real life. Yeah. And Neat. I want to use electrolysis to like create enough oxygen for them to get to me. Okay, that's really cool. I'll give you inspiration. That's cool. a really D&Z. good plan. Well, that's science. A plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's science a really good plan. So you guys, you guys do hear this. Um, Sorry, Arl, I totally forgot about you. <laughs> Patches is like, can we go? <laughs> it's like, can we go, please? Um, but Arl, you, you aren't able to use your voice, but you are able to like hit your fist on the side of this stone okay. and you're able to amplify that sound out to where everyone can just hear this like loud thud from underneath it. And as you, I won't even make you roll for it because it's so cool. Okay. Um, you do cool. put this horn in it. You know you can use the electricity from it. It's in this flask of water. I believe it's a water breathing potion. And so are you burning? No, no, it? just it's my water flask. flask. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so you burn that up. And as you do, this steam emits and it does, <gasps> you get like one or you get like one or two breaths okay. of air. And cool. so it does keep you like from the brink of death as this uh-huh. is happening. So you do not need to make a constitution saving throw right Good. now. Um, um, but you all hear this loud and thud and you see the steam like, uh, what's scariest about all of this is that where you all are hearing this from and where you're seeing it from is far down inside of these catacombs and inside of what looks like these tunnels that have been dug underneath the city. Um, cool. As that's going on, can I ascertain a direction where I could be going to like getting kind of closer to them and seeing if I can like pull debris you can out? Survival. Um, cool. Yeah. Cause I've got, uh, I think four more vials of acid to okay. see if I can like sure. break out some shit if I need to. Um, what am I doing? Uh, survival. Survival. Uh, and I got eight. Um, yeah. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Natural 20. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, you do, like, in all of this, Excellent Arwell, choice of dice, like, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were, like, actively looking up, and, like, as you're falling, though you maybe have never been in this situation before, you're, you're a professor, you're smart, you teach adventures, you know to keep your orientation. Right. That's the number one thing you do when you're in trouble. You know which direction you came from, you know which way is up, like... So you're like, I'm going to keep myself up, right? Right. No matter when I'm falling, I'm going to keep my hand above my head. And so you do that and you know which way is up. And you start like trying to uh, like crawl up that way and move toward like all this rubble that's pushing and moving around you and in this mud. And you can like feel the mud just making this like vacuum around you basically as you're moving through this. But you are able to uh, you are able to stay up and I will take that into consideration as we move forward. Um, so you guys, Arl's not with you, and the building that he got under is sinking. Uh, you don't know that he's alive or not? Do we, did we hear anything with You that? heard like a, and then you saw steam like, Do I have to be looking, out of this building. Do I have to be looking at somebody to message them mentally? Um, I think they just have to be within range. 
Well, I message out to what might be Arwell, and I say, where you is, girl? Suffocating. No breathing. Yeah, no breathing. The, yeah. Don't give a fuck. Give a and uh, um, I, say, I say, from where you last saw us, give us directions. Um, I meant... Uh, You're I like would, pitch black darkness. You know yeah, which way so, is up. But. Um, I was looking at the building. I was probably 15 feet from the left. I was underneath one of the windows. I don't know how far I am down. So. I very quickly uh, give everybody in the party this information. <laughs> okay. So now everyone knows that Arwell's down here. Volna and Orison are just like <laughs> complaining and being like real sulky about the whole situation. And Patches is like, let's leave. You guys are like, yeah, let's do it. You hear a... <laughs> And steam, and then Van's like, holy shit, Arwell is in that building sinking into the earth right now. Um, what would you guys um, like to do? I start as they're my doing way. this, I'm going to continually use my wand of prestidigitation and just make knocks. Oh, just like, boom. Oh, to like yeah. keep, like, yeah. so you're just burning the charges. Burning the like charges. Do you tell me that okay. you're going to do that? Um, I, I mean, uh, yes. Yes, sure. absolutely. Listen he messages you back. Yeah. I would absolutely okay, you're, you're like, make, you guys are going to make your way down into this. I mean, it's like... 40 to 50 feet down at this point, yeah. like in this giant hole where this hole, like imagine a big hole underneath a skyscraper where it's like falling through the city. I like, tie the rope to the sturdiest shit I see next to me. Okay, sure. You I'll, you can roll uh, nature or survival. Um, where is it? It's a 10. Yeah, so with the 10, this mud it seems to be swallowing up everything you think that your best bet is going to be throwing the rope to a couple of people and hoping they can hold on to it like stumps yeah. rocks all this stuff is just starting to pump down and into this place let's make a, a human such, barricade we have so many strong characters uh, <laughs> Alyssa, can you still fly she's still flying okay well i landed to heal them oh right but i i assume i can take off again i don't have my dust loot stats out try of it yeah, yeah, as long as flight's oh. in effect. Like, oh. once you land, it's, I mean, you still have I it for another go. however long yeah. it oh, yeah, not concentration. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I say grab the rope and uh-huh. fly this thing over this hole and try to fish Arwell out. Listen for the knocks. That's where you'll yeah, need to Yeah, and I'm going to be rope. doing it every, like, 20 seconds, every 15 seconds. Okay. Is it like, like an sure. open, like, pit-in-the-ground cave kind of deal? Am right. I understanding yeah, that correctly? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a giant, it's the, probably the way you imagined the waterfall in episode mm-hmm. 10 that was coming yeah. up and over the sides yeah. and down in that place. It's a lot like that. It's dragons like, perfect, like those. I know. It's like a Fucking perfect, dragons. it's like a perfect uh, circle, circular shape. Yeah, yeah like that's on the top of this. Yeah, yes, and it's all just like it's like you, it's boofing all of this mud and swamp water. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> you hold your end. I'm gonna fly down in there and see how close I can get. No problem. Okay. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to help. I'll do my best. Great. So you're you're not like floating. I'm up not here. dropping you're down. down. I'm holding my end of the rope and get, try, trying to see how close I can get. Because I'm assuming he's not just like sitting in the bottom okay. of this. He's like so. Up you under have something. you have the whole rope and you're flying down in here. I'm, he's got one end. I've got the other. Copy. End. You're taking the end to our wall. Yeah. You're holding on to the other end. Exactly. That's a good plan. Uh, all right. So <laughs> you try. you fly in. You're hearing these knocks. You're seeing this steam. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell where it's coming from. So as you're looking for him, you can roll uh, an investigation and okay. see if you can figure out where he's at. I have changed dice sets. <laughs> I kept the metal ones, but I'm rolling a new set now. I've never used these before. It's okay. What am I rolling again? I got all excited about Investigation. it. Investigation. Investigation. Oh, shit. Y'all said the wrong person. <laughs> oh, no, it's plus one. So, mm. oh, and okay. I'm proficient. Sorry. I'm really slow tonight, guys. It's been a long day of work. Ten. 
Oh, with the 10, you're able to find Arwell. Thank God. Arwell rolled really well, and he's making it very obvious very where his easy. location is. Uh, I shouldn't say he rolled really well. He had a really good plans, and he was I able to make... rolled 20, and so, yeah. 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 Yeah, and rolled yeah. really well. And so he's able to make his location <laughs> I'm a bard, so I understand where sound is coming from. What What is tricky <laughs> is, as you're putting this rope down, it's not like Arwell's just there. Mm-hmm. Like, he's under these huge slabs of stone. Um, and you know that he is suffocating in here, no breathing, because Van told you that Arwell can't breathe, where he's at um and so uh the first attempt like you you know you could drop how are you trying to get this rope mm-hmm. down into our wall there aren't any like cracks in the stones or anything that i could snake it through or <laughs> yes and no. no like you would still have to move some of them gotcha like, out of the okay way somehow okay how big are the cracks is there like any light i mean obviously you're you're, you're in like total darkness okay. at this point yeah it's like pitch black darkness Except for when you're electrifying that water, I guess. And you, it just looks like you're in a li- like a space a as big yeah. as you are, basically, yeah. Do I see any debris, like big beams or long wooden implements that could be used as levers? Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of wood around here, and you uh-huh. know it to be strong because it's what was fortifying the buildings. Gotcha, okay. And so you would know that the wood that they were using is, like, super soaked and saturated with this nasty swamp water. And so it's probably pretty well off. Okay, so what I'm going to do, um, knowing, having a pretty good idea of where Arwell is based on the sounds I'm hearing, mm-hmm. I'm going to rig up a little, like, lever system okay. and, like... Look for a good gap in the rocks, jam the piece of wood in, wedge another smaller rock under it for a fulcrum. And just try to... And then, yeah, and so I want to rig up... I was hoping to rig up systems so somebody else could help me pull. Because I'm not very strong. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will do that. I'll start walking once you think you're... Um, you're, like, getting yeah. as close to the edge as you feel comfortable. Yeah, but as soon as I, as I hear that we're latched onto our well, I'll start trudging my ass back and okay. pulling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that mud, just to be very clear, is still, like, I'm aware. oozing in mm-hmm. and creeping down over the yeah. sides of this. So, so okay, here's totally what I've done. Safe. So the end of the lever that's high that I'm going <laughs> to need to put, put down pressure on, I've tied the end of the rope around it. Okay. I've passed that under a really large beam down below it that I think has enough weight so that when he pulls up, it transfers the weight and... Okay. I'd like yeah. to pull the rope around my waist, and I have a crowbar in my um, rogue thieves crazy shit pack, <laughs> and I just like to kind of be using that to th- throw it in the ground in the mud and pulling myself. Okay, you're trying to okay. use that as like yeah. a yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. that's good, like a ice climbing pick. Yeah. And I'm like okay. fucking jumping with my full body weight on the other end of the lever. Okay, so you're like <laughs> jumping, and uh, okay, so I need you to roll a strength, and we'll see how well he does. It is. It'd be in athletics. Oh. Uh, 18. Okay, 18 is really good. So you do see it start to budge, but that Uh thing is still, you can hear the wood groaning. And as you're jumping on it, um, you... You're, you're you're like jumping on this thing, but you don't really think your body weight is doing too I don't much. Weigh a whole but lot. as you jump up, you just float for just a second, and then you like come back down uh-huh. with all of your body weight. Um, but you're just like you're just jumping. Um, just trying to put yeah as much. I figured I could do more with that than trying to just pull you just on fly it. Fly and push down. Yeah, I'm like sort of flying up and then. <laughs> okay, so you're you're trying to get higher and than bar. you can normally jump. Yeah, and, and like really hit it. Okay, um, yeah. how high up do you want to get, and then to drop your body? Maybe like. 10, 15 feet. Okay, sure. Not well, high enough to injure myself if I miss. No, we'll add that to it. Um, so when you're when you're falling those ten feet, 
you're ready for a little bit of an impact because yeah, you're yeah. about to hit this. You're like, oh, God, and your body like, does like, hit this thing. And yeah, it does. good boots. Um, it, you do take one bludgeoning damage, okay, but I fine. will allow you to roll a d6 in an attempt mm, to aid Van on like, pulling on this thing. Um, I'll give you a D8 because okay. that's it's a lot of fun and you went higher than I I'll thought. Take it. And I'm at nine health. Okay. It's a four. Yeah, with a four, you see Callista jump on this one time and as she starts to float up, you see her body start to fall and then she's like, wait a second. And she flies up 10 more feet and then just free and like, falls onto this thing actively as Van flies pulls at it, it and he's like gouging this crowbar into the ground. Patches is just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, he's singing He's singing uh, Papa Roach, and you guys are like, trying to get Arwell out of here. And Arwell, you do feel that air just, like even though it's just a little, you see a crack of light, and you get a little bit of air inside of this. And as this rock pops up, it uh, it doesn't come all the way off, but you do see it like come up and then slam back down okay. as these two are. Do like, I have more room in up. my little space? Yeah, it does okay. move like as all of this stuff is um, happening. Could I move my quarterstaff at this point now into sure. the rock and try to push it out? Okay, yeah, you're, so you're trying to like push it as it's up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. I will let you roll in athletics as well. Uh, with a 10, you aren't able to get it to push all the way off, mm-hmm. but you are able to get that in there so it doesn't shut all the way back and like that mud seal it back up. So there's a crack and you can see there's a quarterstaff lodged mm-hmm. in between things. And from this, cr- you can like see Arwell's like eyes, Arles. like the, the blood and the mud that's all over him. His little top knot is probably way out and gone at this point. Um, you can see his metal glove like reaching up and keeping this quarterstaff. There's in place. air in my room. There is my, air okay. in mm-hmm. here. Um, you can speak. Uh, you can I sing. would like to pour out some oil okay. into the area so it can be moved easier. Okay. Um, and then I would like to like. Light it on fire! No, well, just no, myself. just like and eat up all the oxygen. Yeah, exactly. myself. Yeah, no, and then just try to jimmy it and like slide it out with the oil easier. Okay, or sure. They could do it easier. So uh, yeah, so you you Arwell does do this. Mm-hmm. You put the oil all over it. You're going for it again. We're gonna make all of the same checks. Okay, um, Calista, you can well, decide so if you'd like to slight adjustment to what I'm doing. Sure. Because I'm seeing him try to like wedge it and scoot it more than lift. Mm-hmm. So I actually want to change the angle of the lever a little bit, and instead of flying straight down on it, yeah. I see what direction he's trying to go, and I want to come at it in an angle so it lifts and scoots over. Okay, so to make you're the trying to bigger. lift it as yeah. like Van I'm does, trying to hit it at like trying to push 45 it degree angle, so it staff. 45 degree angle, so it sort of hops over a okay, little bit when fine. it lands. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> everyone make the same rolls. 16. 16. Mm-hmm. Seven. Ouch. And my help is a five on my. So a 12. Oh, so you guys. Oh wait, that was supposed to... to be a D8, wasn't it? That was a D6. Yes. Eight. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you rolled it. I love you, nice. new white dice. So Mwah. that is actually a fifteen, which is pretty good. So this thing pops up. Are you going to the same ten feet? Yeah, but so out gonna... to that forty-five degree angle, not straight down. Okay, uh, you're going to take one more bludgeoning damage. It's fine. I keep getting the ones. Um, but as Thank this happens, Calista, you just feel that other bruise, a little splinter in your foot. Mm-hmm. This thing pops up, and Arwell, like in an act of desperation, just pushes that quarter staff, um, and. You're able to get it off. Your quarterstaff, it bends and groans. It does not snap. Um, and this thing just scoots back, and you can see over top of it, there's a rope, like, lying right here in front of you. You were not, like, though you could see his eyes, you weren't, mm-hmm. like, looking out of it like this. You know, you had your quarterstaff, like, wedged up and into yeah. it, and, like, trying to lever- leverage it like that. Yeah. As soon as I see um, there's enough space for Arbol to fit through, I'm untying yeah. the whole lever setup and bringing him the rope. 
Hey everybody, Caleb here. I don't mean to pull you out of the podcast experience too much, but unfortunately for the last couple of minutes, we were not able to record audio thanks to some weird fucking anomaly, but we were able to get on the ferry going towards Cormoran Theater, and that's pretty much all that's important. So, sorry for the interruption, and we are going to continue now. Thanks for listening. Cool. Here we are. Look at us. Look at us on the fucking ferry now. <laughs> um, so as you all get up onto this ferry, this ferry is beat up. It is working. Um, there are only two people on it as you walk over. And one is a hunched over old man in worn denim clothing with some kind of slick uh, tire over the top of it. It seems constantly wet. A mustache that is white and huge and covers most of his face. And he doesn't speak out to all of you. His hands behind his back. He wa- he like hobbles over and it seems like he's chewing something. He's just like. And like looking over all of you just like really slowly and then looking at the town behind you. And then like as he's looking at the town, he's like, yeah, time to go. Like now seen, we're leaving. Yeah. Uh, Kill Bill Good. Volume 2 when the bride comes up out of out of the grave she's oh, buried the alive, mud and, stuff? and she walks up to like she's like I'd like a glass of water please <laughs> I just imagine us like we're, like covered in mud and blood and everything and we're just like I'd, I'd like to go please like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just like trying to get out of here before you, you get more in involved or, yeah you can hear the people like dying the town is like still sinking into this mud and this guy's just like time to go and uh, Patches is like yes please can we please fucking go uh, and he's just like two Two quick conditions. Uh, I'm leaving with or without you. You help me repair the boat as we go, and um, and you protect it if we're attacked. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Just right. get us out of here. To the northern edge of Cormanthir. Uh, yep. You five, Volna included. She doesn't say it. I say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Volna's with you, and it's the four of you. Um, Orston, you guys decided not to try yeah. to attempt to convince him to get on this fucking ferry. Um, and then as it goes, you just hear the ding ding of that bell as it is pulling out. Do you uh, think we're? Uh, do you think? I'm, and I'm asking. I'm asking the the captain of the ferry if that's what his title is. Um, you think uh, you anticipate any uh, any problems in the next uh, you know eight hours? Uh, well, the the ride up to uh, the ride up to Northern Cormanthier is only two. But oh. normally, normally, cool. okay. Normally, the only the biggest the biggest concern that we have in these parts is uh, the lizard folk around here. But uh, I'm sure they'll be plundering and pillaging and murdering whoever's left here. So maybe we'll be all right. Oh, so the collapse of the town's a good thing. Yeah, things are looking up <laughs> uh, for the lizard people. They are, and us, honestly. Let's uh, get out. <laughs> Let, let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he does. He hobbles over, and as this thing, he he turns it around quickly, and he leaves. There is one other. There is one other person on this boat with you. Um, let's kill him <laughs> or her. This woman has what looks like a rolling suitcase that has like frog legs sticking out of it, and that is constantly just has smoke coming up and over it. And as you all are talking to the captain, she has a glass orb that has like green liquid in it held up to her ear, and she's looking at you. Um, she has a small pink sequin purse. She wears Fuck a lot yes. of eye makeup. There and are sequins hair... in D&D? <laughs> yeah, Walk there to are. the club, purse and first. Her hair, her hair looks like she spent a lot of time on it, but doesn't really know what she's doing. Oh my god, there's a drag queen on this ferry. <laughs> I look um, over at her and I'm like, I loved you on Drew Carey. You, you, 
she she has this bottle up to her head and she's like she looks over at you her eyes are like big and buggy uh just like way way too me. much makeup on like really yes! really old, Trixie Mattel really is on the ferry. And, and you just hear like um well I I don't know who that is but I I don't think I know you and I I remember most of the people that I meet Sorry, it's been a long day. By She's the way, like, speak there... into the jar. I can't hear you. Speak into my bottle. Sorry, it's been a long day. Is there booze on this fucking thing? <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of potions if you want to buy any. Any that you can drink and get drunk from? Oh, um, I'm sure I could whip something up. I brought my alchemist kit, and she, like, rolls over her little suitcase. You can hear the wheels, like, and she's just, like, this really strange contrast to the scene that's behind you. She doesn't even seem to have taken notice that this entire town is destroyed, and she's just waiting on this ferry for you guys to get on and Blissfully leave with her. Um, but she does roll over the suitcase, and she's like, I, I can sell you anything that you would like, and she scratches at a few of the hairs that are on her older chin. Um, you can see the, like, too thick on too long eyeliner that's like around her eyes as she's looking out at all of you. Uh, she's seen better days, but like you can tell that she takes her look very seriously. Ma'am, if you can um, use alchemy to make me a neat whiskey, <laughs> I, will give you, I will give you whatever the fuck you want for it. Uh, she looks at you and she's like, uh, how about this? You consider buying something of mine and I just give you some of my whiskey. She gives you a sly little wink. Yeah, I'm gonna go up and open Deal. my hand and be like, "Charmed." Do you have any health potions to buy? Uh, she she does. She grabs your hand and she goes to shake it. Like as she reaches it out, you notice that she's just got like all kinds of hair on the back of her arm, and she's like reaching out and like on her chin and like everything. It. Yeah, you're not sure how old she is, but um, she reaches out and she grabs your hand. She's like, "I got, I got plenty of health potions." She's Perfect. like, "Doll, come over here. I'm gonna take care of you, like uh, just like a regular one." And you hear this, like, as she she opens this, like, rolly bag that ha is, like, it's not sequined like her purse, but it does glitter. And as she unzips this rolly bag, the frog legs are all hanging out of it, and the smoke comes up out. You can hear the clinking of many different bottles, and she pulls out this little kit. Um, she has a bunch of different ones. This smell comes out, and at first it's sweet and smoky, but then it's, like, it. rancid and foul and sour, and it's just constantly changing. As she's pulling all of these things out, you hear a thump. As she pulls off the cork of something, she hands it over to Van. Uh, she says, drink up. Have as much as you like. Looks like you've had a rough day. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure I have nine gold. How many health potions will that get me? Zero. <laughs> That's pretty steep. <laughs> uh, um, look, my, my prices, uh, they're fair, especially in this place and especially for how good my potions are. I'll give you a health potion for 60 gold apiece. You're not going to beat that. How much for the bottle of whiskey? That's on me. I love you. And uh, you see her like she winks at you one more time and then like goes back over to Arwell. You guys, anything I can do for you? She looks at Volna and she's like, uh, she says, you look familiar. Do I know you? And uh, Volna just like is looking out at her and she just goes, no. Like under her breath, she's not speaking up. She's not moving much. She's like, as she says this, she walks over to the edge of the ferry. You guys are out of... Yolrefan, by the way. You are getting up into the swampy rivers of this place, and as you are moving through them, uh, you do see many strange sights, which we can talk about after you guys decide if you want to um, I'm gonna Mystery Woman. I'm going to, like, what look is, down at potions and, like, look up to her and be like, you were the most delightful thing I've seen in a long time. I'll take two of your potions. She's health like, potions. Oh, you won't regret it. And she brings them over to you. She's like, look, I, I think that you're really going to enjoy these, but uh, just so you know, they've got a little extra kick that I think you're going to really enjoy. 
I'm excited. <laughs> if it's anything like these whiskeys that are in these bottles, <laughs> you guys are going to be fucking stoked. <laughs> um, so Arwell does buy two health potions from her. And uh, can you put that you have two of Sapphire DeVille's health potions uh-huh, in totally. your inventory? Um, Great. Oh, my God. It's a good drag queen mm. name. What's fucking awesome. Spent a lot of time on this one. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> I was really excited about this one. Um, I'm going to take two, and I'm going to buy one extra. You said 60? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Um, Anybody want to loan me 60 bucks? And I'm going to take the third one. You're just going to drink it? Yeah, I'm going to drink it now. Nice. Okay, so as you drink this, you are going to regain health points as normal. Uh-huh. Which is 2d4 plus 2? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, cool. And then I need you to roll a d8 for me. Fun. Yay! <laughs> I love that shit. Love magic. Eight. An eight? Yeah. Uh, you n- not only regain health, but aside from regaining health, you have all of the benefits of a long rest. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you have all the benefits of a long rest. So I gain all my health. You know, in uh, you know, in like the old cartoons, yes. when they drink something, and all the bubbles would come out, and they would get all the energy and stuff. It's a lot like that. Okay. Important question: How fucked up am I right now? How much whiskey have you drank? I just took like a a healthy gulp, just one. Okay, you're feeling good. Good. You're feeling warm. I'm fe- you're feeling that initial. You're feeling a little yes. less like you just killed 200 people. The initial That's buzz of when shit. you just take a shot. <laughs> yeah. A, a big one. Yes. Because it was definitely a double I drink. Are you doing something or are you just wondering how drunk you are? Just wondering. I'm going to put my little hands up and just be like, holy Damn. shit. That was amazing. Can we compare like potion making notes? She'd be like, you're amazing. And I appreciate your business. And of course we can't. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm gonna suggest some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like shit, Sapphire. And she's not putting up with your shit. And she's like, uh, I see you eyeing me up and down over there, friend. Just because I gave you some of my whiskey doesn't mean you can make any moves. Now buy something or give it back. I say, darling, sorry, but your magical whiskey has got me feeling all kinds of things. And I was just taking, t- I was just taking in all the beauty that is before me. Well. She's like, I did put a little extra time into my lipstick today. I'm trying something different. I make all my own makeup, by the way, if any of you want some. And you can say, like, it does look different. I wouldn't say it looks good. But. Would you Would you just, would you do my makeup? Like, would you just put some makeup on me? She's like, oh, this is going to be a fun boat ride. Hell yeah. Um, and she walks over. She, like, pulls the whiskey out of your hand and puts it in Patch's hand. And she just starts, like, getting this little kit out. Like, it looks a lot like her alchemist kit, but she has this, like, charcoal. And she's putting it around Patch's eyes. She puts this really white Hell foundation. Yeah. Like, her neck is not the same color as her face. And now neither is yours. And, like, you have, <laughs> like, she puts these little, like, beauty marks on your cheeks. And it's just, like, all over the place. It's, like... She knows what looks good, but she does all of it. You know what I mean? So it's like you get beauty marks and you get red lipstick and you get long eyelashes and you get thick eyeliner. And so Patches is looking like good. And like there's all I like to imagine that all your clothes are still just like covered in blood and mud. But you have like this matchmaker makeup like makeover going on. Perfect. You look amazing. Calista's just going to join in. She does this for free, by the way. Calista from her bag is going to pull out um, her blue Um, eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. Apply a little bit to patches, 
and then hand it to our new friend. Add that to your collection, sweetie. Well, she she already has very thick like blue eyeshadow. Uh huh. I know. It's and like okay. It's a special it special shade. I flicker a gold piece and I say, "Now do me." Okay, so everyone's getting a makeover on this fairy. Is known everyone but Callista. No one touches Callista's uh, skin. Luggage. Just looking. I'm not. Okay, looking. I was like, you're like rifling through it. I mean, if her, if she's looking away, I want to like. You can try to roll kind of, stealth. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, eight. Yeah, so as Arwell goes over to this, you guys hear this big, crazy, <laughs> like, ah, ah, and like she turns around and looks at you. She's like, what kind of alchemist would I be if I didn't have an alarm on my case? I appreciate your efforts, but if you try to touch it again, I'll kill you and all of your friends. I'll put my little hands up. I'm like, She's like, now I come tried. get a makeover. Okay. And I say, <laughs> I fa- I'm falling in love with you, darling. Um, You're not my type. I like your I like your unsneaky friend over here. He's got a he's got a nice glove. I hear that, but you also provided me with booze, and I'll provide you guys with plenty more. There's a long boat right ahead of us, and uh, and you see her just get like a little solemn. She's like, looks like you've seen a lot today. It's been a bad day. It's been a bad day. In a lot of ways. Um, um, are we? Can we take a, <laughs> a, yeah. a short rest while we're on this boat? Mm-hmm. Can we assume? You guys all do get a short um, rest. I as would you like on this to boat. use my song of rest to give everybody an extra d6 to their hit points. As you got, as as so, you don't get the makeover. Uh, Calissa is playing no, her Doss Lute Dulcimer. Um, I'm going to play the Doss Lute. Okay. I'm kind of getting used to playing it and enjoying getting to know okay. the feel of it and everything. She's playing it as you. You all are getting makeovers. Um, she only has the makeup and like doesn't have much to clean your faces up <laughs> with. So she cleans you up as much as she can and then just kind of cakes the makeup on over it. Love it. Um, Van, Patches, a- and Arwell all look gaudy as hell and they are feeling good. Yeah. This is a nice little uh, reprieve from... The death and destruction of. Ilma I just Fun. messaged to uh, um, Arwell and yeah. pass it, Patches. And just a little something to take your mind off stuff. Um, I am mentally telling Ori to circle the boat. Okay. Um, and I want to do a perception check on anything around us, like waves under the water, sure. or uh, also the tree line. Okay. Oh, um, you're not you're not taking like a solid short rest. You're like I'm feeling good. I mean, I'm gonna uh, yeah, be on I the feel lookout. great. So yeah. while I'm getting my makeup makeup done, I am <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling Ori to like do. Mm-hmm. Circles. You have your eyes closed and you're getting your like eyeshadow done, but you're looking through Ori's eyes. Yeah, and sure. also just yeah, s- scream if you hear anything. If I'm like you know, yeah, and um, and just so we can be true to form, I'm gonna do insight on 18. um sapphire. Is an 18. Yeah. Uh, Sapphire DeVille seems like a, an upstanding lady oh. who is, like, genuinely concerned about you all's well-being. And she just seems to, like, she's on the boat ride, too, and nothing weird is going on, as far as you can tell. Cool. And as Ori is circling around, she got an 18. Um, I'm going to take out my wand of prestidigitation. I went ahead and marked off, like, 20. Or, no, 20. Um, 16. Of my 16 charges, uh huh. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Okay, um, I'm talking off another three because I'm enjoying it. And I'm gonna make uh, van patches in mine lips like start like shining. Oh, <laughs> like sparkling, yeah, because <laughs> I'm just feel into so it. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they like, are literally sparkling. Like, yeah. This is great <laughs> as, as long as you have a makeover from yeah. Sapphire Deville. Uh, you do get a temporary plus one to any of your charisma rolls. Hey, um. Yeah. 
which is a lot of fun. So you guys are sparkling and <laughs> like all all the boys in the group are just looking so good right now. They're looking super fresh. We're just trying to get on par with you, Calista. Calista's really enjoying this. Uh, yeah. The music she's playing for the Song of Rest is reflecting the enjoyment and trying to remind everyone of better times. Maybe Before you did get an back at the kettle of many yeah, we're gonna, things. I'm gonna go <laughs> yes. So as you all are leaving the flooded forest, you do see many strange things. You see... Um, what looks like a shrine on the top of a hill as you go by it, um, which isn't that unusual, especially in places like this. Uh, you do see Sapphire Deville, you know, uh, just like as you're going through this, her 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 sequin pink purse is sparkling; it never leaves her side. The suitcase smokes the entire time that it is open as she is doing all of this. She has like just to describe her outfit a little bit better because it's good. <laughs> um, she has this floral top that just like is a little stretched over like her bosom which is like poking out just like on it like very sharply and uh, she has this like spider silk black dress and you can see her like leggings on underneath it and it has like this intricate floral pattern on it as well her hair though it is like put up and nice like it's spindling everywhere just like her eyelashes that are like crusted from all the mascara that she has on them and as this is happening Ori like sees and hears something strange you hear this like splash and this hit and this and this like roaring out as mm -hmm. something just like really bizarre is happening okay. as you all look over it's not happening to you but you can see it just on the horizon as you were leaving the swamp as the ivy and vines that are choking the trees is starting to recede as you get into here you see two trolls and they're fighting one another and they're like sitting on like what looks like these ruins and one is just like ripping at the other and they're roaring out and just like hitting each other in the face biting at each other's ankles and it looks like there's something that they're both fighting over maybe it's food maybe it's some item they've found it's hard to tell um, without looking into it deeper but you can see them fighting they don't seem to be like they don't seem to be concerned with you all in any way, shape, or form. And that was back at where we left. Uh, you're, like, seeing it right now, like, as okay. I'm describing oh, okay. it, as you're going by. Um, and you also see, like, and hear this, like, creaking and this groaning. And as this happens, you hear all these leaves as you start to get into this place where these trees are. They start to shuffle around. One of the trees is shaking in the middle of all of these, though it looks like nothing is there. And that tree uproots, and you see the bark move around its face, and its branches lean down, and it rips up all of these other trees around it. Dirt is, like, flying and throwing them into the swamp. And as it does, it, like, walks over. And after this, like, really violent rampage, you just see its roots root down into where those trees were. And as it, like, creaks and groans and sort of growls back into place, that face on the bark disappears and its arms once again become branches and the forest is quiet once more except for the trees like floating down the river beside you where it threw them uh but <laughs> nothing outside of that happens on this trip i don't tell anyone what i saw <laughs> <laughs> just like looking looking real pretty in all of your makeup and like seeing all this crazy stuff Good lord <laughs> yeah um we definitely feel the sense of like magic in this place as you all are coming to it. Cool. Um, if there's nothing else you all would like um, to do in the I, boat, what, I want to talk to Sapphire a little bit. Yeah, should, I want to talk like, patches yeah. while this okay. is going on. Uh, what kind cool of other potions do you have in there? Oh, I've got all kinds of potions, honey. Like whatever you want. Uh, well, no, not whatever you want, but like I think I have things that can help you out. Okay, but um, poppers. Hell yeah. <laughs> can we can you boof them? I don't the know what those are. Poppers. You can boof any of my potions. You can take them however you want. I don't judge. Do you have an anal option? <laughs> uh, I have I have all kinds of things. I have elixirs, potions, oils, whatever you need. I could make something if you have the time to stick around, but I have an elixir of swimming, oil of magic weapon, I have potion of cure light wounds. 
Uh, Do you have just oil, like flammable oil? Yes, of course I have flammable oil. How much Could I get that? two flasks of that? Of course you can. So you have two of those, and it's worth... Uh, give me a gold piece, and we'll call it even. Yeah. Can I do that, too? Yeah, you have two flasks of oil. Yes. Do you have anything um, that helps you resist cold? We're going to be going up to that one. Unfortunately not. You're probably looking for, like, a, a peltsman or a, a, a skinner. I'm not really sure. A nice, nice coat. Peltsman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a nice coat. Mm. And uh, you do see that she has, like, a hood up and around her shirt, and it is fur, and she just, like, puts it up and around her face and, like, rubs it on it, and you can see her little hairs that are, like, on the bottom of her chin just, like, mm-hmm. rubbing on it, and she's like, there's nothing like a nice coat. Do you have anything that helps you resist acid damage? Ooh, no, nothing on me now. Mm. I can make it. I can just go through my inventory if you're interested. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, in addition <laughs> to the things I told you, I have a potion of dark vision, potion of displacement, potion of eagle splendor. I made all these myself, by the way. What a is potion... eagle splendor and displacement? Oh, displacement. If you're in one place and you want to be in another place that's close by and you drink it, it'll do that. That's cool. Eagle splendor, I'm guessing, is a charisma bonus. It's the thing. It's like a... Uh, I've heard people call it um, enhance enhanced space ability. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's one of the. I can do five different charisma? things with that, but that's one of the things. Eagles. Yeah. Okay. I have a potion of hide from animals, a potion of remove hide curse. That's a good one to have on that you. Is good. And a potion of remove disease. Which, if you guys got cut up and fell in that mud, you might want to consider taking. I think I heard one of you talking about an STD earlier too. Malaysian dick rot, to be exact. But I, I don't, I don't have that. I, I don't have that. Uh-huh. What's Malaysia? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Very exotic. Um, I'm just over here eavesdropping and just curious about that um, oil of magic weapons. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's funny because, like, if you were to put it in the rules in, like, a game, uh, <laughs> sometimes a regular weapon, if you just make it out of iron, can't hurt certain beasts because they're from another plane of right, existence, yeah. right? And so, like, things that are imbued with magic... That's different. Yeah. They cut things a little differently. Yeah. This oil makes, it has a has a magic property to it. It'll give a magic property to your weapon. How long does it last? Mm, as long as it takes to kill a vampire or a werewolf or whatever you're fighting. Okay. And how many uses in one vial? It's just a one-time use. These oh, are all okay. consumables. If this wasn't a game and it was <laughs> dictated by rules, you could use each of these one time. It's a one-off. Is there a Sam's Club option? <laughs> yeah, he's in bulk somehow. Like a case? No. And how much, just out of curiosity? Uh, for the oil of magic weapon? Yeah. I got two of them, and I, they're 50 gold pieces each. 50 each? Okay, I'll think on it. Uh, you really should take these. How much is the displacement? My potions always have a kick. Sapphire DeVille does not mess around with her stuff. I believe you, There's always Sapphire. something fun that happens. It's like a party, and you think of me, and it's okay. like we're having a party together every time you drink them or use them. I love you so much. I told you to quit hitting on me just because I gave you that whiskey. Can I not enjoy your person? Everybody does. But you can too, I guess. Just quit making moves. You're freaking I, me out. I'm like five feet away at least. So four and a half. <laughs> five feet away at least. How many different potions were there just outside of there character? A lot. It was like nine? Oh, like types that she had? Yeah. 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 Nine? Yeah. Um, how much for one of each? Would you give a discount? Oh, nobody's ever asked me that before. This is fun. I like this. Um, um, I'd be like, I could give you yeah. one of each for fifteen hundred gold pieces. That seems fair. 
Um, I'm going to pull out the Obsidian Black Ring, and I'm just going to be kind of toying around my hand and be like, we've been traveling around. We're kind of emissaries of Raven's Bluff. Um, that name, I don't think anyone else has that name. I'm happy to, you know, spread your name around if anyone hears about you and maybe give you a little bit more business for a discount. And she, on of all of her gaudy jewelry, like... She has rings on. She's these big hoop earrings on that are like dangle a little bit. She starts toying with one of her rings and she's like, oh, emissaries of Raven's Bluff, are you? Strange I haven't heard of you yet because I'm an emissary of Cormanthir. I am their main potion distributor and these are all I have left after selling my stock to them. So unfortunately, I'm already in high standing with someone who's a little more important than the people over in Raven's Bluff. All right. Y'all some thrifty motherfuckers. Um, but 1,500 gold pieces? I don't have that. That's 166 per potion. You're really good at math. Your friend's onto something here, and just so you know, I would be selling some of these potions to you for 700 gold pieces each. It's a steal. I don't have that, but... Okay, thank you. Is there one in particular that you're interested in? The displacement. I could give you that for 700 gold pieces. I'm okay, thank you. All right. We're lots of fun, but we're also broke. Oh, I remember <laughs> I remember when I was a young adventurer and uh, when I was just getting out and stretching my strong legs and taking on the world and letting it know who I was. <laughs> Whew, that was a lot of hard work. Making potions is easy and you can do it drunk. Um, oh. I look over at Van and I'm like, is there, what, is there something? I say, ma'am, you have the... Daintiness of a quarterback. I gotta go talk to my boy, Patches. Thank you for your business. You are... I, we're gonna tell everybody about you. Uh, as if they yeah. need to know, we know that you're a, you're a big deal, but we love your business. I hope that our paths cross again. I, I love you guys. Are you about to jump off the boat? No. <laughs> we're just gonna go to another part of the boat. <laughs> okay. Great. I'll just hang out with uh, I'll hang out with your cute friend and your other cute friend, and you guys just come back whenever you're ready. Quit hitting you on my friends. You both look great, by the way. Not hitting on you, hitting on everybody else. <laughs> um, yeah. Then I'm just gonna sit around and talk to her about Cormanthir and get an idea of where we're going. Interesting. Um, Do you have anything specific you'd like to ask? Um, yeah. You said you are the head alchemist person out what did you say i'm sorry oh i'm just an emissary of there as well okay but it's a little different there uh where you're from i'm sure you all are some sort of champions and uh from the looks of things you're not champions of yulrafon <laughs> too soon sorry um <laughs> but uh where i'm from i'm an emissary because cormanthir is a trading city only no fighting they like big magic items and i make big magic items and i make them well yeah well, we didn't become emissaries of raven's Bluff because we were fighting we actually saw yes, some we of the riddles we solved some of the riddles. We're called fans of the flame because we're able to figure out this, you know, issue with the dragon. Oh, I like that name. An issue with the dragon? You mean what happened back there? Well, uh, sort of. It relates. <laughs> Different dragon, but, but yeah. Sort of. <laughs> oh, well, that seems like a little bit of a bigger deal than just making potions. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't use any if you want to buy some still. No, no, absolutely. Um have you ever been to Cormanthir? No, this never. Way? I'm really excited about visiting. Oh, you should be. It's a magical place. Truly magical. Literally magical. No, I'm, like, that's why I'm very excited. Anything that you have there, it's amplified. So be careful okay. what spells that you use, especially if you haven't been there before. Get a taste of it. Use smaller ones. See what you can do. Make friends. The elves there, they're not like other elves. They're very nice, and they're very accommodating. Most of them, anyway. 
but I think you're gonna have a good time. And if you've never been there, I don't wanna spoil it, but I think you're gonna like it. It's really pretty. Like me, and you, and Patches, and your weird friend. But somehow not me. I could do your makeup if you like. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I start off pretty. I'm always pretty. I I'm not saying you. you're not pretty. I'm just saying I did a good job on their makeup. You did do an excellent job on their Thank makeup. You very much. Um, I want to press the digital makeup on your face without you knowing. <laughs> she has no idea. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's like she, and I want it to yeah. look exactly like ours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, she's like, I started pretty. And then you see like, <laughs> like and then I'm going to look over and wink at Sapphire. Yeah. And she just like, she looks over and she's like, you're right, darling. I'm being mean and I'm picking favorites and you're beautiful. Just like all of us. Except the captain. He could really use a makeover. Maybe you should work on him. Not my type. <laughs> and he's always chewing on something. What's he chewing on? Lord, His mustache? You, I hate it. He's do you gross. really want to know? Ugh. Yeah, boofing makes it chew. <laughs> God. <laughs> so uh, what's the hierarchy in uh, Cormantir like? Oh, um, it's interesting because they, they're just now getting back in there and they're just now developing their government. Uh, the way I understand it, the Hanali mother is the one who runs the entire operation. It's like a matriarchy. Okay. Uh, she has a son and a daughter, but it's not really like an heir thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to be chosen by some sort of magic. Uh, the way I hear it, though, the son is about to be uh, turned into the leader because the mother took over the entire forest and she's retiring. And so the son's going to take it over. So the daughter's been missing for like a decade. Would it have been the daughter's to gain? Uh, I mean, she would have she would have had the right to. She was she was much more fluent in magic I'm, uh, with her people. I'm watching Volna for responses to this. Mm -hmm. Volna's like yeah. walked to the. She's like okay. not paying attention to you guys at all. No. She's like being sulky and she's not talking. And How she's big like, is this fairy that she can get far enough away out here? Like the fairy's okay. fairly large. Huge. It's, yeah, it's huge. huge. This fairy is huge. Um, fascinating. How long have you been working with Cormantir? Oh, um. I've been working with Cormanthir. I mean, they've only just recently gotten back into this forest, so probably a century or so. You've said that a couple times. What do you mean by just recently? Well, they got ran out of it by the drow. And then oh. now they're back. Uh, the drow are still around, the way I understand it, and so they've got a lot of use for potions and magic items. You know what I'm saying? And they pay good money for it, too. You know, I'm surprised I haven't seen you around before. Did you used to look different or something? Uh, no, I've, I've uh, pretty much always done my makeup and hair this way. That's weird. I might have been in a in a better outfit if you were seeing me out on the town, but I'm. This is my work attire. I, I, all right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> How much of the whiskey's left? <laughs> Half a flask, I guess. Oh, I thought it was like a whole big old thing of it. No, like she just has like a flask of whiskey. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right. You wanted to chat, man. Yo. Patches, let's. You drink, right? You do shit. Oh, I party. Oh, he parties. All right, let's look. I just, I need to vent for a minute. Will you just come hang out with me for a minute? Of course. Like rogue to rogue. So we go over to the side of a boat, of the boat, and we're just passing the flask back and forth. And I'm like, dude, I kind of. I love that uh, you're like, dude. Uh, and we're just we're in both full in like drag makeup, <laughs> like, just, like dragged out, like just, like just like just like snatched yeah. to yeah. hell, just 
<laughs> you guys look good, for sure. I'm like, I know we look super hot right now, but just like put that aside. If you can, extra, if you can not make out with me for ten yeah. minutes, I have something I really need you to talk I'm to like, me about, dude. I almost didn't come. Like, I'm sorry to get. Yeah, I know. I almost did not. <laughs> this is a weird request. So I know we're on a boat and everyone can see us. <laughs> I almost didn't like come get Volna or any of this shit. And what happened back there is exactly why. Because everywhere I go, they they got a name for me back home. They call me the Calamity. And I fucking hate it a lot. Because everything I try to do and everywhere I go, it kind of always turns to shit. And I take another big swig of the whiskey. Gump. And I'm like, I've been trying to outrun that name for a long time. They don't even call me Van. They don't even call me my real name at all. All I ever hear is, uh, there's the calamity. And as I watch that city crumble behind us or in front of us and on top of us, all I could think was, everybody's right. That's all I am. I'm just a fuck up. But you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe I shouldn't even be here. I'm going to get Volna back to where she's supposed to be and... I don't know. Maybe my adventuring days are over. And then I just take another big glug. Uh, that's ridiculous. I don't believe in karma. I don't believe in uh, sort of otherworldly other consequences for shit. It's strictly coincidence. I don't think you have to worry about it. Um, you know, if if you have a bad rapport with all the other people in Cormanthier... Let's just drop her off, do our shit, and get the fuck out. You've been a huge help so far. I appreciate that. And believe that. me, I'm the one that's caused the calamity so far in this <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> so, well, what do they used to call you, or they they do call you the hyena? Why do they call you that? Well, because hyenas are up to mischief. Jeff and you know uh, they're always kind of you know if a lion kills an animal a hyena will come up and take it from them they're kind of they're thieves and unwanted mischievous creatures Van just laughs real hard and you, he sees these like pearly white teeth that are even brighter than the white makeup <laughs> that we have on I was like <laughs> god damn that's funny man that's funny like because you're a thief and shit. I like that. I like you, man. Sorry, I'm just drunk, and I'm dealing with some of my own shit. Thanks for hanging out with me, dude. Totally. Let's go make sure Volna hasn't jumped off the boat, because then I'm really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you're just, like, looking over to make sure she's there, or do you actually want to go talk to her? No, I mean, I just, like, say that to Oh, Patches I got you. And okay. Then we... So you guys have a little heart-to-heart. You guys, your makeup's looking good the whole time. You're, like, over here with, like, your arms around each other's shoulders, and you're just, like, talking about shit, and maybe, like, passing the whiskey back and forth. Oh, yeah. And, uh, There's lipstick all over the yeah. <laughs> It was there before Sparkly. you guys started drinking <laughs> yeah. it. And uh, Arwell's over here talking with uh, Callista and Sapphire DeVille, and as this is all happening, unless someone has something else specific they would like to do, 
I mean, I could go forever, but keep going. <laughs> I we're doing this ferry ride in real time. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm having fun. You guys are playing super um, well. Well, I would like to just pull out my map of the flooded plains that I bought. Yeah. And just like kind of ask her if she has any more intel of like things to avoid, things to like uh, maybe see if it's like a really cool site, yeah. whatever. Um, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot to see in Corman uh, Theater. It's big. It's really big. Um, you're going to see a lot of things that are going to make you want to leave the path that you're walking on. Stay on the path. And the closer you get to uh, the closer you get to the Elven Court, which is where you're going, I imagine. It is. And the harder it's going to be to resist those things. Um, but as long as you have a guide and as long as the family knows you're coming, you should be fine. Um, do you have any potions to help with that? No, no. That's that's a that's a deeper magic than something you can drink. That's enough. In the land, it's in the air. Do you think? Um. What? Tell me about the. Uh, tell me about the the air, the the sun that is supposed to inherit the. Uh, you know the the throne. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that he would be? Uh, how do you say? Butt hurt um, if he suddenly weren't able to inherit the throne of Cormanthir or whatever you call it. I don't know what that. Look. Uh, I don't know. Um, he might, he might, it's a good question. That's a good question. He might, he, uh, whatever you call it, boofing, would he boof it? I don't know, but he'd boof it. He'd boo- I don't I don't get involved in the politics. I just sell. All I know is things were a little rocky in the family. And as she's speaking, uh, Volna, she does speak up finally. And she's looking out at all of you and like, well, sorry, she's actually not her back still turned looking over the edge of the boat. Uh, she just, like, under her breath says, And how do you think I ended up in the elemental plane of fire? By choice? No. Okay. So you're oh. taking us back into a battle? I don't intend to battle anyone. I but intend to bring my brother to justice for the wrong he has done me. That's it's some mm. kind of battle. But... So we're just going to drop her. And I ask Volna, are, do you know, I mean, are your, is your, is your mother still living? Uh, as far as I know, my mother still lives. Okay. Does she know what your brother did to you? Uh, if I'm what, just assuming. If here. what this woman says is true, then I imagine she does not. Okay. The blade right is no small task. And if he is attempting to perform it and they knew he had committed a crime, they'd never let him. He'll die in it. Do I personally know this guy? Yeah, Van, you would know. So what would I do, like roll history to... F- you would... Uh, you are involved in the court. You would know who this is. These are your cousins, right? Okay. Um, you would know that her brother's name is Elishor. Elishor Hanali. Um, he wears rich, vibrant clothing all the time. He's incredibly charismatic. He's very, very handsome. He takes very good care of himself. And he will do anything to become the next leader of the Hanali family. Uh, so he's I think known he for sucks. That. It's up to you. I mean, I think he sucks. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, I think he sucks. The truth serum is working <laughs> on me well. And I say, that's yeah, just whiskey. <laughs> yeah, believe me, every time this guy wants to further himself, I, I want to spend journeys upon journeys trying to pull you out of the uh, elemental plane of fire. He's real upstanding gentleman. I think that we can all agree, especially the two of us, that my brother has many manners to learn. 
and I intend to teach those manners to him as soon as we get back. Um, and you can just see her like she's lost in her thought, obviously. And you guys are approaching the edge of Cormanthir. And uh, I think that we're going to disembark from the ferry um, at this point, unless anyone has anything pertinent to do. Mm-hmm. As you reach even the edge of the woods of Cormanthir, you're coming out of that swamp. That stink has long left your nostrils. It is obvious that something is different here. It's almost as if someone has drawn a line across the earth in between the swamps and this place. And the territorial line that's drawn is drawn with perfect rows of huge, healthy trees. Birds are singing out gaily. Frogs call to potential mates and the ground beneath your feet as you jump off of this boat feels incredible under every single step. It relaxes you as you are here. The entire forest looks green as you're looking out and into it. As if the sun is being filtered through the leaves themselves, you see a green tint on everything. As you gaze out into this unbelievably thick forest, you start to wonder how you came in, even though you just got here. Volna is quick to speak up. Just follow me. Keep your eyes on me, and everything will be fine. And as you orient your vision to her when she speaks, it all comes back to you. You just got off of the ferry. You just came from Yulrafan. And you're here to see the Elven Council. But it all did fly away for just a moment. As soon as you entered this forest, even though you're just at the edge of it. As she leads you through the initial forest, the sweet, homey smell of the pine trees reminds you of comfort in faraway places that none of you have felt in a very long time. You can feel the forest attempting to grip your mind and to pull your attention away from Volna and in new directions. But she's steadfast and she's determined and she keeps your focus the entire time that she is like trudging through this forest. She presses forward in what feels like the wrong direction. You all think that she's walking in a circle. As you make your way deeper in the trees, as you make your way in deeper, the trees start to change shapes and smells. The pines are replaced with birch. And the birch is replaced with starwood. And the starwood is replaced with awe-inspiring oaks and redwoods that are bigger than any building you've ever seen. They stretch high into the sky. You have to crane your neck completely backwards to see the top of them. They seem to encircle the forest in rings from the outside in. The trees give way every now and again to some extraordinary sights as you're walking through here. You see a moon-white deer standing alongside a stark midnight stag. They stay under a ruin of intricate arcs and awnings that seem to go all the way up a mountain as all of this growth is growing over it. They watch you knowingly from a distance and patiently as you all walk by. They make no noise. They make no movements. And as they stand underneath all of these awnings, this white and this black deer, there are fireflies that are floating around them gently on this hillside. And though it's daylight, they burn really brightly. But when they touch the ground, you see small sparks igniting and flames breathe into life as they touch it and they burn for a moment and then lights flicker out. And this happens around them as often as rain falls in a summer storm. There's a small bouncing light as you get further into these woods. It's kind of hard to tell what time of the day it is anymore. The light is filtering through it and you're not sure that it's coming from the sky as these trees become thicker and thicker and thicker. And without Volna's guidance, you're sure you would be completely lost in this place. But a small bouncing light can be seen beside a great wolf that walks through this forest, enormous and lumbering as it moves through this. The trees part way for it. It stands higher than all of you, and it protectively watches you as this light beside it stops. You can see the light lift up just a little bit from where it is, 
and it reveals a humanoid face staring out at all of you and standing beside this enormous wolf. The face makes you realize the wolf is not as close as you thought it was, but that it is truly gigantic. You see the long hair on this humanoid blowing in the wind, and the gentle breeze causes the light within the lantern to pulsate and flicker. Some trees have brilliant bright red leaves that filter light in many different patterns all around the forest, and they are sharp contrast to this brilliant green and this emerald that seems to be everywhere. Like there's some sort of waypoints or markers, and you're starting to see the pattern of those as you're walking through this place. What's even stranger is that as night falls and these crickets start to come out and these frogs begin to sing in the night, the tree leaves actually grow a brilliant green. It's as if the sunlight never stopped filtering through them. What's even stranger is that as night falls, some of the tree leaves actually are glowing and they're a brilliant green and high in these ancient oaks, you can see the light warmly casting from within their leaves. And then you hear voices and laughter and glasses clinking and music playing. The treetops seem to be some sort of domiciles that people are living inside of. And you can see, you start to see people walking at their bases as well. And they seem to come out of nowhere. These hang high in the trees and they stick low to the ground and they seem to be all over the forest. During the day, these beautiful shelters could have easily been mistaken for enormous brush or giant treetops. And that makes it really hard to say when this became a city and when the forest ended, or if the two were ever even different. And as you start to see these people and hear these noises, Valna turns to all of you. She says, welcome to Cormanthir. On the end of the episode, right there. Nice. Oh. Yay! Hey, really nice description, man. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys Ooh. have been working for yeah, fucking ever to get here. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. The that's least what, I can no, do. No, no, no. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. It was a long time coming, like a lot of episodes to get to. Yeah. There. Sorry that I just did like a. There we go. Slip the condom right <laughs> on there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you like that shit? You like this podcast? Hell yeah. That's right, you fucking do. Go to iTunes, give us a five star review. We played really well. You're still listening. Come on. Head over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. It's our bread and butter. It makes us happy. We like reading those reviews. It makes us feel like we're not doing this for nobody. But you guys aren't nobodies, which is why you're following us on social media. So go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a follow. Say hello. Talk to us about what you like. And, uh, you know, just keep this conversation going outside of the game. On top of that, uh, we cannot pitch our sponsors enough. So we're going to pitch them again. Uh, head over to thedeckofmini.com. Check out the reference cards that they have for your RPG game. Though the animated spell campaign is really fucking incredible and you should check it out and contribute to that, they just have a bunch of reference cards you can buy that I have been using at my table tonight, that my players have in their hands, and that they are also using. And they seriously simplify your game and make it a lot easier to play and to push through all of those rules. And there's really cool art on all of them. Also... You're going to head over to Tabletop Loot after that. Yes, you are. You're shaking your head yes. I'm shaking my head yes. Go over to their website. Get some fucking dice. You love them. You're addicted to them. You might as well get them for cheap and ship to you within like two fucking days. It's so fast. Enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. Get 15% off. And as long as I'm not leaving anything out, which I don't think I am, we're going to end episode 29. Right, ciao. I love you. Bye. Welcome to Costco. I love you. We didn't die. <laughs> Yet. 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 Yet.